Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to episode three of The Batter. I am your host, Katie Cupcake, and we have a new co-host joining us today. Duck Makes Things. Say hello. Hi everyone. <laughs> So we've got we've got some good topics today. Um, if if you're returning from last week, we talked about a lot of gaming stuff, and this week it's some gaming sprinkled in with a lot of wild hot topics. Uh, the first one we have to talk about is a couple left their newborn baby behind at the airport because they didn't want to buy it a ticket. Now. Uh, m most airlines, I believe the age is under two. You don't need to purchase a ticket for your child. Um, but most people that I've talked to that have children of their own, uh, just always buy that ticket just so that they have that extra room, um, for whatever reason. But, uh... They just refused to pay for the ticket and left left the baby behind. Like what? Is, what is twenty twenty three? Duck, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so honestly, just reading that article, it was absolutely crazy mm -hmm. because. Let's take note that this happened at Tel Aviv Airport in Israel. Yes. And then, y'all, the parents ultimately refused because at that Tel Aviv Airport, they required a ticket for children 14 days in order. Mm. A lot of the times in the U.S., yeah, it'll be two years or order. I know some, it is under one year. But ultimately, that's just crazy. How could they leave your child behind with security, y'all, at the check-in desk? How could they do that, in my own That Yeah, that's wild. It's like, yeah, we could just leave the baby behind. It's fine. Like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> um, I feel like... I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I feel like they should have planned more accordingly obviously to um know what was needed of them leaving the airport to go wherever they were going and to come back and all of the little things uh plan to spend more money because you have a baby that you're taking with you uh therefore the, the baby's just go through stuff like especially a newborn baby they once they start pooping they poop a lot and they go through clothes a lot because it's you know sometimes they can have explosive issues so it's just wild that they were just like yeah you can just keep the child then <laughs> like i couldn't imagine being that worker sitting there I mean, like, no, you're joking, right? Not to mention the fact that the airline has all of your information. Like, where you live, your ID, all that stuff is logged. So, where do you think, like, how it's mind-boggling. 
Yeah, because um, what is what the good news is, well, that this is being investigated by the local police. Did. The local police, they wouldn't let their parents on the plane. But this couple is from the Belgium, came from wherever, whatever country you, Belgium is. I think it's Belgium, but I'm not sure. But it's this is currently being investigated by local police. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that I can find more information on this as, as the story progresses. This is a fairly new story. This just popped um, this week. So I will definitely be on the lookout to... I'm going to actually make a note of that. To follow up. Um, so... Last week, we talked about a couple of things Pokemon related. This week, we have something else related where there's some some controversy over the ninth generation Pokemon and their evolutions like the so if you play the game, there is something called the Wiglet, which is like the water version of a diglet um it's just, it literally just looks like a white diglet that's just like squirts water at you um there i was a little surprised at so you start one of the starting pokemon is quaxley and it's like this pompous duck uh either one of his moves or one of his attributes is like pomper or something like they really threw him in and he just does this like hair flip and it's ridiculous but um Dunsparce evolves into Dunsparce which like okay there was always a point in time where I knew they would be grasping at straws for new Pokemon ideas because like, how many ways can you change a worm and make it look different? Or what, whatever you're doing. But uh, uh, there are some people who are, I guess, upset over Dundon Sparse's transformation. And then others are saying that it's, like, appropriately weird and that it's the perfect way to evolve a Pokemon that a lot of people have been waiting to hopefully see an evolution for. And there's a couple in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that we got new evolutions for. But, I don't know. I guess this kind of brings to question, like, are you or have you been a Pokemon player, Duck? Yeah, so at one point I was on the Pokemon Go train whenever it was popular. Okay. Um, we'll say it helped get stuff to them. Okay, so was there any Pokemon or Pokemon evolution that you witnessed that you were like, what is that? Or you were just kind of like enjoying it? Honestly, I'll be truthful with you. I didn't focus much on the Pokemon. Okay. Most of the 
that I was playing on it was when I was at work, working in a grocery store. And you would know that at a grocery store, you're always busy, no matter what. Okay, so you were kind of just collecting things, but you weren't paying attention to what you're collecting. Yeah, um, and honestly, what was interesting about this dunce press was the uh, second they copy and pasted a second thorax on it. Mm-hmm. And two body segments complete with a second set of tiny feeble wings. For me, I could see why people may be upset about it. Because it's been, it came out in Jinchu in 1999. A long time ago, Yeah. Gen 2 was a long time ago. I guess it just kind of circles back to the whole thing. Like, I was 10 when Pokemon, like, really took off in the United States and and we were slightly behind japan but it's been how old am i i'll be 33 at the end of the month so that's 20 plus years of trying to create new pokemon and new evolutions for the pokemon and making sure it makes sense and some of them they just are meh like some of them aren't as like i don't know I think, like, when I was younger and I saw the evolutions for the first time, it was like, oh my god, it turned into that? And now, like, since they kind of progress the Pokemon the same way, depending on what type it is, I'm not really surprised at any of the evolutions. It's just kind of like, if it's meh, mediocre, or if it's just, like, missing something, like, doesn't hit that mark for me. But I don't think that, um, nothing at the top of my head is coming for, like, Pokemon I've hated. Like, Tangela was kind of, like, weird looking for first gen. Like, it was just, like, a ball of snakes. And I was like, ooh. Like, it was just, like, weird because everything else was kind of normal until you got to that area. But other than that, like... Nobody is going to be 100% happy with everything Pokemon related. So, I guess I, I see where they're coming from. But I'm I'm not surprised is my take on it, I guess. Yeah, what also I find funny of it, this was leaked on Twitter of all places. There's, like, a lot of things that have been leaked on Twitter recently, um, gaming content-wise and other, uh, otherwise, uh, like, we were talking about last episode about Starfield and, uh, the rumor that it was going to be delayed again, and that came out via Twitter and a YouTube video, I believe, and, um... Everyone's like, well, it's just a rumor, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, yeah, but, like, are we really surprised if that game is delayed again? No. So are we really surprised that, I don't know. There's always people who are looking to break the code in a game to see, like, what is hidden. Um, 
So some of you will know this, and obviously the game has come out by now, but Dead Space was released on January 27th, and you were able to get a free copy of Dead Space 2 with the pre-order of the remake of Dead Space 1. Um, this game, I never played the originals. I've never played any of them, actually. But I've been watching uh, some YouTubers play it, and they've done a really, really, really good job of keeping, like, that old school, like, spook factor feel because horror games in the past, it was kind of hard to do a lot of the things that they'd be able to do now. But, you know, reimagine some areas that weren't popular in the original and stuff like that. So, I'm excited to hopefully play this one day, even though, like, I already know the ending and I've already seen it all. Like, I would like to play these games for myself because the storyline's really good, but also the graphics and everything. Like, I just like to play things myself. Um, and we are also getting the Resident Evil 4 remake this year, which I'm super excited for because I'm uh, almost done beating Resident Evil 4 currently. I have two subchapters left. Uh... Have you seen anything Dead Space related or have any feelings about it? Like, would you purchase it if you were into that type of game? Yeah, honestly, from what I've been told, personally, I would purchase it if I was into that type of game. Probably true for y'all, I don't pay much. Mm -hmm. But also, because I really have not much to gain. If anything, I got more time to watch push screens than game. Yeah, it's a hobby that can take up a lot of time, for sure. And money. <laughs> but it's a beautiful looking game. The sound design is really well done. Uh, they have 3D sound in the remake, which is wild if... if you're one to listen to videos or watch videos or play games with headphones on then you get a like it's really setting the mood and the tone for everything when you have the 3d sound on so circling back to pokemon ash ketchum after 20 years is finally on his farewell tour and he will no longer be appearing in the anime come the end of his you know tour and season whatever they've circled back and he's you know reunited with misty and brock and uh i don't know like i feel like it's kind of at the point where it's been so long it kind of feels weird phasing him out now although They're teasing another series, Pokemon aimed to be a Pokemon master, where Ash reunites with his Squirtle squad, which are dressed up as Power Rangers, um, which is interesting. Uh, so the Squirtle squad will be making their comeback and morph into brightly colored heroes, uh, fifth episode, 
coming out today, actually. Or it was aired in Japan, so it was already out. Or, yeah, it should already be out. Um, Burn the Squirtle Fire Brigade. Ash, Pikachu, and the others have come to a port town where a large crowd has gathered to witness a show put on by the Squirtle Fire Brigade, led by a Squirtle who traveled with Ash in the past. Uh, Ash and the others are enjoying the show, but on the other hand, Team Rocket, who have become the managers of the Squirtle Fire Department, seem to be plotting something. Squirtle Squad coming back to reunite with Ash and others soon enough. It's starting to really feel like it's time to say goodbye to Ash's time with anime overall. Um, do you hope, do you, is there anything that you hope that they do in his farewell tour or in the, I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of cute that the Squirtle squad is back and they're dressed like Power Rangers and, uh, Team Rocket kind of lost its spark. Hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, so honestly, I'm not exactly how to feel about it because on one what I'm copyright wise, because mm. with Power Rangers, they are copyrighted. How will this affect Pokemon? Because how you, the U.S. has been going down hard on DMCA law. How will this affect it? Mm, true. That is true. Um, I guess, so copyright laws and copyright infringement, you, um, when it comes to art, if you change it and it's a certain percentage of yours versus the original, then it's technically allowed. So I don't think that the squirtles are like, it's, obvious to us if we look at the picture of the squirtle squad that they're imitating the power rangers but you'd have to like they have their belts which are the the glasses that the main squirtle wears the colors are just colors and then they're just kind of doing dance poses nothing crazy so i i don't think it's infringing on a whole lot it's just to kind of like pay homage to the Power Rangers, I guess, in a way. Um, let's see here. So last week, or sorry, the, in, in the episode one, we talked about the anticipated games for 2023 and a lot of those games have issued stalls like they're pushing back the dates that they come uh, resident evil 4 is still slated to come out in march and it's looking like there's a lot less competition um for the game because like i mentioned before starfield has been Delayed. Hey. I'm to pause for a second. Muppet. Just because they're being fresh doesn't mean you have to be. 
has a lot less competition coming. Muppet apparently wants to say hi to the podcast crowd. Uh, so there's a, a lot less games coming out this year than expected. I am excited for Resident Evil 4 Remake, especially because since the first game, uh, I played the remake of 2 and 3, and then I have had to play the original uh, version of Resident Evil 4 and the controls are hard <laughs> they're not really intuitive to like the same games you're playing now so I'm really excited for this game to come out and play it like normally and see the differences um let's see what else got delayed here so the Day Before, which is a survival horror game, Amnesia, The Bunker, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Pushed Back, Starfield. Um, I never played any of the Amnesia games either, so I wasn't a really big horror game player until I started getting into the Resident Evil series, but I am excited for the remake regardless. I am going to finish it uh, before it launches, which I was struggling for a long time to make like progress playing, so I'm excited. Resident Evil 4 launches March 24th, so that gives us about a month or month and a half, I guess, before it comes out. And then most of the other games got pushed back to at least like summertime, so which is it's a bummer. This climate in gaming industry is really hard since COVID. It feels like a lot of companies are running on skeleton crew, bleh, running on skeleton crews, or trying to do far more with way less people on purpose because they don't want to pay or hire or whatever. Um, which is frustrating as a consumer and as somebody who's trying to get a job in the gaming industry. anything to add about the the games being pushed back you did say that you're not much of a gamer so a lot of those wouldn't have an impact on you per se but yeah what i've noticed also about the resident evil report that according to the trainer this is going to be much darker than the original one so that so for those interested in horror games, this is a game that you want to be looking at, getting. As KT mentioned, it comes out March 24th on PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Keep your eyes out for this game. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to get it, especially now that I've I've been playing. <laughs> Uh, circling back to Power Rangers, actually, there's been some controversy 30 years later about the pink Power Rangers costume. So the original pink ranger, who uh, was Kimberly, 
had a skirted costume look that stood out from her peers with its controversial design now being called out in comic form. Um, Kimberly Hart was the first pink ranger and was the inaugural member of the Mighty Morphin franchise. And her powerful weapon was the pterodactyl dinosaurd for any of those who are familiar but not enough. Um, and she was pink. She was a pink ranger. They often argued that she was like the valley girl. Stereotypical valley girl of the Power Rangers. And the there's specific issues with her having a skirt because the yellow ranger was also a female but she her costume did not have a skirt um i'm gonna be honest i watched power rangers mighty morphin power rangers and kimberly was my favorite i'm not a girly girl i didn't notice any of those stereotypical behaviors as a i was young let's just say that uh to this day until i saw this article had no idea she had a skirt on her costume so it's kind of funny to me as somebody who grew up and idolized this specific ranger just because i thought she was a badass with her gymnastic skills they're having issues with her costume when i have no recollection of it whatsoever um and i guess this 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 specific uh, thing is in a Power Ranger TMNT clash and there's a villain who uh, comments on the lack of skirt <clears throat> and it just became like a back and forth between the villain and Kimberly but uh, I just I just find this one particularly uh, funny because I, I just, I had no idea. Um, the Pink Ranger, I do feel like as an adult, the Pink Ranger did succumb to the most like sexist and gross behavior. Um, but I also don't think that her having a skirt was ever necessary in the first place, especially if your yellow ranger who's also a female isn't getting that same treatment unless it was a specific character choice for kimberly to be the valley girl which okay if we're taking that like there are people like that who exist and they're having an issue with that stereotype existing and it's like yeah there's more to people than that but i don't know I'm just going to stick with the fact that until I read the article, had no idea she, her costume had a skirt on. And that is bizarre and hilarious to me. Did you watch Power Rangers? So I somewhat watched it as a kid because y'all, <laughs> 2K team, I'm considered young. I mean, you're like 10 years younger than me, so. Yeah, but I uh, did watch it some, and I don't never noticed the skirt because 
but question that stood out to me in the article is skin or no skin? It has always been a question that we as viewers need to ask. Yeah. What's next? What's next on the docket? Okay, so this is a funny story. At least in my eyes. So, <laughs> a server asked a customer for their ID after they asked for an Arnold Palmer. And uh, for those who aren't familiar with this, Arnold Palmer is a mix of lemonade and tea. There are other flavors, but I suppose this restaurant only had like the main flavor. They asked their server for one. The server mistaken it for an alcoholic beverage and asked for the ID. And the customer then asked to see her manager because she got ID'd for an Arnold Palmer. And I feel like that was a bit extreme. Like if I was there and I asked for a non-alcoholic drink and they asked for my ID, I'd be like, I'd laugh. Like not like in a mean way, like they wanted to see my ID. I'd just be like, <laughs> an Arnold Palmer is just lemonade and iced tea. There's no alcohol. Um, and she was new too, right? So maybe she's new to the industry as a whole. She's a younger person. Like, do you know what an Arnold Palmer is? Or did you know before I said what it was? Or before you read or saw the topic? I actually did because my first job was actually working in a bar slash bar. I've never, however, had a customer order an Arnold Palmer. And what's funny is even before you brought to me this story, I have Travis TikTok because it was on TikTok mm -hmm. that this uh, bartender posted it. Mm -hmm. scrolling on my For You page, that, story, that TikTok came about. And on it, it's just crazy with how many people was getting mad and voracious. This was one of her first times bartending and she didn't know what it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other people had commented on it saying like, not as bad as someone asking me for an Arnold Palmer. And I said, sorry, he doesn't work here. Or there was another one where someone asked them for Arnold Palmer and they rung him up for calamari. <laughs> Which is funny. And then I guess one customer got sassy and was like, you have iced tea and lemonade, right? Then you have an Arnold Palmer. But like... Arnold Palmer is a specific, like, brand. It's not, you know, whatever. Uh, someone else said that they got ID'd for a Shirley Temple once. <laughs> um, my old co-worker yeah. ID'd a lady for a Shirley Temple, another user had said, uh, because she told him it had grenadine and he thought that was liquor. And then I did this with a Roy Roger, like, bro, who even says that? It's it's just funny to me, and the fact that 
Go ahead, Discord cut you off. Yeah, what I, what I also noticed is another TikTok that I saw where someone was asking for an angel shot. For those that don't know what an angel shot is, it is shot is it is when someone may be in more at a bar and this bartender, first time bartender, didn't know what it was. And the person was shooting them up for alcohol, as usual. So this bartender went and got the manager, and the manager took care of this situation. Yeah, I think it's important that management make sure that a bartender specifically know what an angel shot is because it does help and has helped save people and get them out of uncomfortable or scary or possibly violent situations so it's i think it in this specific case of getting id for an arnold palmer and going to the manager and reporting them and like trying to get them in trouble that's just shitty like you're just a shitty person like laugh it off just be like you know why do i need my id when it's just an iced tea lemonade combo no alcohols involved just just be nice it, it doesn't take that much i just punched my microphone i just got so mad <laughs> um it doesn't take that much to share kindness and and to be kind and it's really frustrating when people in these types of industries get treated like this way like i work at walmart and i'm at the service desk a lot so i get a lot of shitty behavior taken out on me too um don't be an asshole take a second and realize that like you're not who the world revolves around mistakes happen we are all human and give people more grace like i feel like if you don't do everything right even if you're new you people don't grant you that grace anymore and honestly this was funny. There was no reason for them to report them to the manager. This was something that they could have posted on Twitter or Facebook and had a laugh with all of their friends. But instead, they tried to get this waitress in trouble, which pisses me off. <laughs> um, <coughs> another TikTok story. So this person was slamming Starbucks because they do this Starbucks for life game where you can play and potentially win things. Now, I used to be an avid Starbucks drinker. I don't drink as much coffee as I used to, so I don't get it as much. Um, and this is something that I participated in, but very, like, rarely. It wasn't something I did every day. This specific person on TikTok was saying that they played five times a day and never won anything. And basically, they're calling Starbucks out for, you know, wasting their time for an entire month. And at some point, I stopped because I'm like, what are the chances? And it's either you sit there and go, what are the chances? I'm not going to bother. Or if I don't play, then I can't win. But that's a choice you're making. And I can understand their frustration because Starbucks does make a lot of money. And a lot of people were commenting on this specific TikTok saying how they've never won anything and they've been playing for X amount of time. But 
don't know. I feel like it was a choice. Might be a hot take, but like, why did you play for that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like weird that you spent that much time playing a game and then you're just gonna be like you wasted my time for a month and it's like no you chose to waste your own time for a month in the hopes that you were gonna get some free stuff and you didn't and now you're mad about it and i absolutely agree with you on that because but i got a printer if you got enough money to do buy starbucks for five times a day for over a month how come you don't got enough money to buy starbucks for life i mean i think it would just be the the prize of it all like ooh, i'm the one who won but at the same time like that's a lot <laughs> Um, moving on to the last topic of the evening, which is we're back to reading some I am the or am I the asshole posts. And uh, so I will I will say I will read the story and then you can respond with how you take the story as. And then uh, I will I will follow that up. But am I the asshole for telling my sister to stop calling me by my maiden name? Going to change names for obvious reasons. My husband passed away over two decades ago. I still consider myself a married woman. My sister has criticized my decision to stay loyal many times. She's tried taking off my wedding ring, getting me to cheat, and mocking me. I don't appreciate it. I've had friends who've tried to set me up, but I tell them I don't want another partner and they respect that. My sister does not. The last few years, she's been cool, until the last week or so. We'll call me Mrs. Smith. My maiden name was Miss Jones. My sister has started to call me Miss Jones like the other night she made reservations for Miss Jones. She also mailed me a book for my name, Jones. Then yesterday, I got kind of sick of it. She came over, and we were getting ready to go somewhere, and she made coffee, and she jokingly said, Your coffee, Miss Jones, and I got really mad. I said, Don't call me that, and she said, Huh? And I said, that's not my name. I am Mrs. Smith. And she said it wasn't my name anymore, but it is my name. I never changed it back. I never, ever will. She's just messing with me. I don't like it. It really hurts my feelings. I've told her that and she calls me that, but she says it's my fault for never changing it. Uh, so is she the asshole for snapping at her sister about her name? opinion absolutely not because she could easily still be dealing with the grief of her husband because her husband died over two decades ago y'all grief takes a long time to heal and y'all this baby could still be dealing with that grief she may not want to move on at this point so i honestly don't believe that she's be asking at all yeah, so I think that, no, she's not the asshole. Absolutely not. Her sister is absolutely being the asshole. However, it does sound like this particular person might need therapy because her husband died 20 years ago and she sees it as cheating. 
And in your vows, even it, it says till death do you part. Death did you part. Therefore, you're not cheating on that person because one of you have parted. I, I believe that she may have just walled herself off losing her husband and hasn't properly dealt with her grief. And it's absolutely okay for her not to want to be with anybody else. Like my grandmother lost my grandfather. Uh, how old am 26 years ago. And she never even dated anybody. Never had a desire to. We're not harassing her for it. That was a lover of her life. And she didn't feel like wasting her time with somebody else who she would always compare to my grandfather. Now, other people will argue that you're not supposed to, you know, compare them. Like, it's supposed to be different. But they were married for, I don't know, 40 years or something? That's a long time. That's not just something you get over. Like, you had a partner that you spent X amount of years with. Your whole routine was basically paired to each other in some way or form. And just because they're gone doesn't mean that you stop loving them. Do I think that she needs therapy? Yes. I think that she's harboring a lot of um, hard grief for losing her husband. And it seems as though she might be more sensitive to things her sister and friends are saying than she needs to be. Um, because... They're, they're gonna, they're gonna think that she needs somebody because it's nice to have somebody to spend your life with. And she has come to the conclusion that that's not something she wants. And I think that if she goes to therapy, she might find ways where she's be, she's able to communicate those things a little bit better than just angrily snapping at them. Um, obviously, Emma the asshole posts are hard because we're not getting the whole stories, like, and we're not involved in these people's lives. So we don't know how she's talking to them and how it's escalating. But I think she absolutely should probably seek therapy to try and work through some things. Not because I think she needs to, to remarry. But I think that it will help her to communicate better and to know her own feelings better so that she can communicate those feelings and not feel like she has to continue reiterating the same things she can say it in a different way and it might get through or she'll just learn not to give a crap about what they're saying to her and just let them say it and move on you know whatever however that works for them Big yawn. Anything to add? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on or something that we may have moved on too quickly from that you wanted to circle back to and, and make some more comments on? Or did we... Hit all of your notes. <laughs> so, you, before the, my BS post, you also missed a section 
Fair Breathing Night Out. Folks, PewDiePie is going to be <gasps> a dad. I don't have that out. I'm so excited for them. I love PewDiePie. I love Marcia. Um, I don't know how I don't have this, but whatever. Um, I kind of had a feeling that once they moved to Japan is when they, because they have been trying for years, uh, right, right before the pandemic hit, they had been planning to move to Japan. They have a house over there. They were planning to move there. And then Japan locked its borders and they weren't allowed to go there. So they were basically waiting and waiting and waiting until the borders were open again and they could move there. And they moved there last year. And I kind of had a feeling with like this big move that they would maybe start trying to have a family. And I'm so excited. Like I watched the YouTube video and he's like, I've been keeping a secret from you guys. We're having a baby. We found out in November. And I'm like, oh my God, it's February. Ah! <laughs> and I think that as a viewer, it, it makes it more exciting when they wait to tell you because then you're not like, oh my God, when are they having it? It's just like, okay, we're so close to them having the baby. And Marcy has been doing really well. She has been sick, but I guess she's been taking it like a champ, he said. And I'm kind of sad because they just had to, uh, Maya, one of their dogs, the dog that um, Marcia had, the beginning of their relationship just passed around the same time that they found out that they were pregnant and it makes me sad when these things happen because that dog was such a big part of their lives that it would have been nice if the baby could have been present for just a little bit of time but they do have Edgar and they do have Momo which is the new puppy they just adopted um so <laughs> I don't know I'm super excited for it uh, that baby's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> and yeah. I hope that they have a healthy baby. Whatever it is, that does not matter. As long as it's, you know, happy and healthy. Same with Marcia. She gets through the pregnancy and postpartum without any complications. And that the beginning of their family journey beyond for children is everything that they hoped for. Um, PewDiePie is the same age as me. Uh, he turned 33 month, a couple months ago. I, I don't remember exactly when his birthday is, but uh, it's nice seeing people my age who are who waited to have kids until they felt ready because that's been my mental preparation. It's like I wanted to have kids years and years ago, but I never felt like I was ready. And like, it's always going to be a hard time to have children. No matter when you like, no matter how prepared you think you are, like you'll never be fully prepared, but mentally you have to come across a bridge where you're like, okay, my entire life is changing and people are like, oh, it's such a negative thing that when people say that, it's like, no, your life is changing because you're bringing a human into the world that you were responsible for. And it's like one of the greatest gifts ever 
you get to shape somebody and and help them see the world and protect them from some stuff and just I don't know I'm just really excited I love babies so <laughs> there's that too do you watch PewDiePie or anything so the most I've ever seen from him is for sub for the sub to PewDiePie campaign uh, promise <laughs> Ah. I've never keep track of what I'm on YouTube, so let's, let's, uh, whatever we do, y'all don't get us in my search history, nothing inappropriate, just, I don't know what's on. <laughs> There's nothing inappropriate, but I also don't know. DJ and make the same for your search history. Um, my search history, let's go to my search history real fast. We'll go to Google and I'll hit the search bar and we'll see what comes up. Okay. How many total stitches in a cross stitch is 142 by 120 reading pillow, which I was looking up for a customer at work. Valentine's gift for men, avatar one gross avatar two gross, uh, gross earnings. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The Mean One, Resident Evil Extinction, Pokemon Game with Guns, and then I was um, talking to a co-worker about something that we talked about in the podcast last night with a weird glitch in Pokemon. So, <laughs> is my search history weird? Yes. Is it inappropriate? No. But I think that's going to do it for this episode of the batter episode three coming in hot with all kinds of crazy content with left behind babies and people having new babies and some weird and interesting gaming stuff and tiktok rants galore i think i think we covered some good material this week for sure uh thank you for joining me duck i appreciate it thank you for having me of course, of course. So, uh, Duck makes things on social media. I will have his information linked in the episode bio if you're looking to find uh, more things that he does. He has a candle business he runs. He also streams on Twitch. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Anything else you would like to add? No, ma'am. All right. Well, thank you as always for listening to this episode and I shall see you on the next one. Good night. Mwah.